When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 3, Episode 2, Chapter Titled Double Lie. Double Lie. You ready to do this? I am. I was just thinking about how funny it is that we just talked about Honest Tea and the title is Double Lie. Oh, it's true, but nobody knows that. We, no, I mean, Tanya was talking about pockets on dresses and people being dumb, and then she was just like, and that's the tea, and I said, the honest tea, and she was like, oh, that's what that comes from, and I was like, yeah. And we laughed, and then he said, hello, class. Uh-huh. And now you're up to speed. Now you know our lives, our entire lives. It really is just, that's it. Um... So, Tanya, uh-huh. can you give me the honest tea about, about what you've been enjoying on Disney Plus? Because last week when we recorded, Disney Plus was not out yet. Now, it's here. It is here, and it, it is. is so enjoyable. Is it? I mean, to me it is. I've watched a lot on there. Yes, you have. Luckily, I found out about... I got accepted into this xCloud program, so I can play Xbox on my phone. So I don't know what's on Disney Plus because Tanya's been watching a lot of it. I think Alden thought he was going to enjoy Disney Plus. And then I we got Disney Plus I and will. it was like, oh, no, this was a mistake. And we can't undo this mistake because of Boy Meets World. I will enjoy it one day when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to pick something the other day. Yeah, but this is a trap. You did enjoy Lemonade Mouth. I did. Because we both like that movie. Yeah. And you did enjoy Good Luck Charlie because you liked that show. That's true. Good luck, Charlie. We need to do a podcast oh, about that. It's so good. It we is don't really need so to do good. an episode. Um, but I've been watching Lizzie McGuire. Uh-huh. I've been watching Camp Rock. Uh-huh. I watched Lemonade Mouth and Good Luck, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I started watching Bug Juice, but then I found out that mm-hmm. two years ago they made a new Bug Juice. It is not the Bug Juice of the 90s and early 2000s. Okay. Not into it. I don't know these people. That's the tea. (laughs) (laughs) So Bug Juice was a little bit of a downer. I haven't watched any of the new stuff yet because I'm still getting through. I watched So Weird a little bit. I watched like the first two episodes. I wasn't really watching it at work. I just had it on and was like listening to it. That show was really good. Um, Wasn't Jet Jackson Disney? I think so. I was looking for it and wasn't there. They, They are missing a lot of important shows from... Disney Channel. Isn't Jet Jackson no longer with us? Jet Jackson is no longer with us. Okay. That doesn't mean that the show just disappeared. No, but maybe they were like, this is uncomfortable. Let's pull it off. I don't know. We just found out that Adam Hicks, who was very, very famous on the Disney Channel. Yeah. So, real quick. He was in... um, Lemonade Mouth. Lemonade Mouth. He was the rapper boy. We're like... Unex- un- unassuming rapper boy mm-hmm. and he, he was in zeke and luther zeke, zeke and, and luther, luther was a disney xd show i guess it started on regular disney channel and then it moved to like the cool disney channel that was for like boys i guess so it had like zeke and luther and then pair of kings and like the boy shows i think um lab rats was a disney xd show yes. and kicking it was a disney xd show so it was like 
the tough guy shows. But yeah, Zeke and Luther was like huge for a long time. And Adam Hicks was one of the stars of that. And then he went on to be in Pair of Kings and he did a lot of Disney stuff. Anyway, he got arrested like three years ago for armed robbery. Can you tell how many armed robberies? It was a lot of armed robberies. It was multiple armed robberies on the same street. He There's a video of it. He tried to rob someone at gunpoint at their car. Like he was in a car that stopped in the middle of the street. And then he got out of the car, walked over to this guy with a gun and tried to steal from him. I don't know what he tried to steal. Whatever. It's just a video. Um, it's like a house surveillance video. It was his Lego watch. It was. He wanted his Lego watch. And the guy ran away. So the story goes on to say that they tried to rob like three more people like that on the same street. Dude was definitely trying to get caught on that street. His robbing girlfriend people. just wanted a dress with pockets. So they found a girl with a dress with pockets. They tried to rob her. Didn't work out. So then they went to the next person. I think his girlfriend's like famous too or something. I don't know. I don't. All I know is I was just blown away. I could not yeah. believe it. He was so because, talented. Because we were watching Lemonade Mouth and like Tanya turned it on and I'm playing Xbox. I'm playing Gears of War 5 on my phone. And then like the first song starts like dun, 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 dun. Uh, 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 uh. And I was like, all right, I'm putting this down. Um, <laughs> it's like the best movie. So we were like, whatever happened to him? Like, what happened to all these kids? Because they were all so talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started looking them up one by one. And she was just like, well, what happened to this kid? And I looked him up. And I was like, first, I was, I said, he helped write. He co-wrote a bunch of these songs, which is nuts. Right. Um, he's credited as a writer. None of the other kids are credited as, as writers on any of the songs, except for him. And all of the songs are written by, like, these famous pop song creators like mm-hmm. it's just it wasn't some dude in a in a room they hired like people who write for taylor swift and pink and stuff right um and then adam hicks is on like three or four of these songs as a co-writer mm-hmm. i think he wrote all of his raps maybe so then they were like all right well you're super famous what do you want to do and he was like i want to go on the street and rob people and he did and he got arrested and that's really the last we hear of him yeah he's still in jail i think like it really sucks. Last the last court appearance was like July 2019, so he's still in jail trying to get it all worked out. But his attorney is telling people he's too crazy to stand trial. What? He's one of those torture geniuses. <laughs> I mean, maybe is he a genius? He's good in lemonade mouth. <laughs> no, I think that I mean he was super young uh-huh. and he had the potential to go really really far and a lot of times when kids are that artistic and smart and stuff it is a tortured thing. That's not giving him an excuse. He was shitty, but like it's probably sorry Aubrey. It probably is in that vein like they she, we're gonna say shitty like just because we found out that aubrey's listening to the show now apparently like she's waiting for monday to listen to this podcast doesn't mean we're not gonna say shitty anymore it's part of our show it's boy meets true. girl meets shitty meets world <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gonna throw away all of her dresses with pockets and be like tanya hates these <laughs> yeah does she have dresses with pockets i don't know i don't think so um anyway i don't know that he was genius but i do know that he grew up as a child star on Mm -hmm. disney and that never works out except for bridget Bridget medler Medler. who like got 
a college degree. She's super smart. And I think, now I don't, she has a show on Netflix. I think she was like 16 or 17 when she started on Mm-mm. Disney Channel. No? Mm-mm, nope. She was on every show for like six years. Oh, really? Yeah. She did like a whole season of Wizards of Waverly Place um, where she played the brother's <laughs> girlfriend. I know a lot. I'm Disney sorry. Plus. <laughs> Welcome to the Disney Plus podcast. Oh, and yeah. that's the pocket T. Yeah. Pockety. She was a vampire on Wizards of Waverly. You know what she wasn't in? Boy Meets World. That is true. You know who was? Corey Matthews is in Boy Meets World. That is true. Um, He's the boy. And I'm the girl. (laughs) 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 That was dumb. That was a callback to what we used to do. Anyway. Yeah, until you forgot about it. Hi, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. It feels weird now. It does feel weird. Just the magic is gone. (sighs) You know who has magic? Who? Wizards of Waverly Place. What's the blurb, Tanya? Give me the honest blurb. Blurb me up. Blurb time. Season. Blurber King. Season. (laughs) Blurber King. (laughs) That was good. It took a long way to get there, but I found it. And then you said, huh, that was good, and it wasn't anymore. Blurber King. Season three, episode two, Double Lie. Sean lies to twins about which one he wants to date. Just kidding. There was just way more than two lies. Like, there's so many. It wasn't just a double lie. That's a long blurb. Disney Plus got some weird-ass blurbs. They have weird-ass everything, though. They're like, we're not going to make this very accessible. Searching for things is really difficult. Yeah, it's not perfect. Um. Also, our blurbs are weird. The content is good. Amazing. Content is solid. Features, not so solid. Netflix went in the features war. Yes. Except for the whole like jumping into a show the moment you turn it on. There are two streaming services that give me like heart palpitations. One, Netflix. Two, Cartoon Network app. Those two apps. They just start playing stuff. Cartoon Network is the worst because if you wait like three. It's like a cartoon bomb goes off in your bedroom. Three seconds. Like the the app starts and you just have to like dive for the remote. (laughs) It's a race against time. Gotta find a show to watch. And if you don't. You hear this rattling noise and you're like no. No. If you don't there's just a voice that goes here's what's new for you today. It's so awful. And it's just like like you hear haunted music behind it and shit. All right. So this episode, Double Lie. Mm-hmm. Also, that wasn't the blurb. Second off, directed by Jeff McCracken. He's back. Oh, okay. Okay. For a second, I thought you meant Jeff Minnell. I was very confused from it. And then I remembered that I told the whole thing about having a friend who had the last name McCracken. So now I remember he exists. I know. <laughs> I wrote it down. Written by... Matthew Nelson. Who's that? I don't know. Who's that Pokemon? Um, oh, oh, in other Disney Plus news, we were watching Lizzie McGuire. I was watching Lizzie McGuire. I he was on the bed. Can't it was anymore. <laughs> it was on, and I hold on, hold on. Left the room, and when I came back into the room, he goes, "Guess who was a writer on Lizzie McGuire? Producer. Was it a producer? I Whoever. Think. Susan Estelle Jansen. Anyway." So now um, he loves Lizzie McGuire. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad that show was, actually. I Everyone loved it, and I never watched it, and now uh, I've seen some, and I <laughs> didn't enjoy I my time. I loved it then, and I love it now. Uh, okay. So, remember when I said 
You know what she wasn't on? Boy Meets World. That was like a segue into No More Disney Plus Yeah, but stuff. this had something to do with Boy Meets World. That's true. You know who wasn't on Boy Meets World? Uh, us. That's true. Classroom or not, Tanya? Not. 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 They're in the hallway. Yes, they're in the hallway at school. They're running commentary. They is Sean and Corey. Are running commentary on a breakup that's happening by the lockers. Silent breakup. Like, we're not hearing it. We're We're seeing a lot of, like, yelling-ish stuff. Yeah. Um, And they're just like, ooh, she's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she, like... She grabs the locket and Corey's like, oh, and then she grabs it and she puts it in her pocket and he goes, lock it in the pocket. And that's it. Like, that was the series finale because there was nothing better than that after that. Lock it ever. in the pocket. It was great. And then they're like, that's it. Veronica Watson is back on the market. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. We have to hear her say, and I never want to see you again. Oh, yeah. And then she like yells at Adam. It's the only thing you hear. Yes. Yeah, it's a very quiet breakup until she says that. And then Corey's like, go, Sean, now's your chance. And Sean goes, no, I need to give her time to heal. All right, time's up and walks over there. Yes. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, Veronica. And she's like, look, if you are going to ask me out for Friday, like, I don't think I'm ready. It's too soon. It's too soon. And he was like, oh, I understand. What are you doing Saturday? She's like, I'm good. I'm free. Yeah, I'm good. We're going out. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, you want me to keep going? I mean, I want so you to... So she walks away and Sean's like, yeah, I got a date, blah, blah, blah. And Corey's like, well, that's good because she was about to get like snatched up really quick. And like 10 guys start running up the hallway and they're like, hey, 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 Veronica, Veronica. And she's like up at the top of the steps and she turns around. And she's like, I'm busy Saturday. And like, mm-hmm. oh. And then Corey or Sean's like, wow. Yeah, she's busy. She's busy going on a date with me. And Corey's like, yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll let my parents know. And Sean goes, what do you, you'll let them know what? You know, because you're going to be spending the weekend at my house because Mr. Turner's going to be out of town at a wedding. And Sean goes, wait, what? I didn't hear anything about this. And Corey says, you were right there. He was telling you. He was telling you and I was standing there listening. So Sean's like, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me straighten this out. John, John. As Mr. Turner walks by and he they run into Mr. Turner's classroom and he's like, all right, John, I have a question. Uh, I heard from Corey here, my, my good pal Corey here, that you're going to be away for the weekend. And Mr. Turner goes, you heard from Corey? I was telling you right to your face. And Sean's like, is there any way that we can like reschedule this or cancel this? I've got a date with Veronica Watson. And he says people get married every day. And then Corey takes over. Well, Mr. Turner has already said, like, um, I have a plane ticket. I have, like, all of this stuff is going on. I can't cancel. Right. And Corey's like, but it's Veronica Watson. Right. Corey does a whole, like, um, he's the, the lawyer for Sean bit where he's like, you don't understand, Mr. Turner. There's only... How many times in a guy's life do they get to go out on a date with Veronica Watson? Um, yeah, Mr. Turner says, I, yeah, you're right. You're right, Matthews. I'll cancel. Yeah, I'll just cancel the plane ticket that I got. Uh, my friend will cancel, will, will postpone his wedding, and 300 chicken Kievs will die in vain. What like, is he, chicken it's, Kiev? It's, I, don't, I don't really know. I've always wanted to know, and I just, I keep forgetting I have Google at my fingertips, and I can just look it up. But Yeah. Do I care? 
I feel like it has spinach in it. Hey, at BMG and BMW, what's in Chicken Kiev? We'll look at our phones for that, but we won't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> we really want you guys to do the work for us. Um, Actually, we'll forget all about this in three seconds. We'll make some kind of chicken meal and find out later. Like, oh my gosh, this is Chicken Kiev. But the point is, like, he's laid out this whole plan or the whole right. explanation. He and he's He's telling, like... Details, plane right. ticket, friend, cancel, move the wedding, chicken Kiev. Like, and Sean's just like, fine, it's fine, whatever. Like, Sean's being an asshole. He is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, he is one. Yeah, but then they go out to the hall, and Corey starts telling Sean, like, don't worry, we'll get it all figured out. I'll take care of my parents. You'll have plenty of time. Co- Topanga and I have always end up having great dates. And here's where we find out that Topanga and Corey are Tanya and Alden. Why? Because he's just like, we have many blockbuster moments on the couch. Really, that's literally all we ever did was we just watched movies mm-hmm. together. And that was it. Still all we do. We watch TV shows together. That's true. Um, Boy Meets World and Steven Universe and The Good Place. Yeah. Or just Steven Universe. Or just Steven Universe. <laughs> um they're probably not drinking bottles of wine while they do it like we did when we started dating oh that's true they actually though they've known each other and like have felt comfortable enough around each other to talk to each other without wine that's true um so we were too old for that at that point (laughs) yeah so sean says you know what i really appreciate that Corey. i'll dedicate this date to you so weird and Corey's like that's the nicest thing you've ever said like all right weirdo so then it cuts over to Mr. Turner and Mr. Feeney talking about Mr. Feeney is saying, can you can you start the staff meeting on Monday morning? It was the only time I could get a dentist appointment. And Mr. Turner's like, oh, I do not envy you. Like, I hate the dentist or whatever. And Mr. Feeney's like, I actually find the dentist a very pleasant place. I look forward to it. And Mr. Turner's like, Good luck if they find a cavity. And Mr. Feeney like gives him like eyebrows and he's like, oh, because Mr. Turner goes, that'll really be a party. Yeah. And Mr. Feeney's like, and it was really weird, but it was weird and not weird at the same time. It was weird, though. And Um, then he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Matthews, remember that report that was due on the Manhattan Project? And Eric's just like, "Uh, what report? And I think Eric says, wait, wait. Who's the guy who made milk? (laughs) (laughs) He's studying something completely different. You want to know why? Why? Because this report was due at the end of the previous year, and it's still marked as incomplete, and that does not happen. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Does when your neighbor's the principal. I'm pretty sure that's still illegal. Probably He passed to the next grade. Everything from the year before is null and void. It, like, he... Mr. Feeney couldn't even expect that report to come in. Mr. Feeney is aware of the dumbening. Oh. The dumbening is in full force. I feel like the dumbening could possibly make me lose interest in talking about Eric. Yes. Period. I I think for sure we're at a place where Eric's stories are way less fun and impactful than they were a season ago. There are some a few seasons away that are wonderful with Eric, but unfortunately it incorporates how dumb he is. And while the stories are great, I just, it's still, it's this like, but he's so dumb. It yeah, just, it's but we'll rough. we'll get to those. Yeah. 
but right now it's watching it get worse and worse and worse and it's hard it's pretty unbearable right now uh but definitely i don't care for eric's stories at this point so i don't want to dwell on it um but from here it goes to the kitchen which uh still eric yeah still (laughs) eric he's on the phone yeah, he's on the phone and he's like, okay, uh, I really need this. Um, yeah, I'll pay for the overnight shipping. Cool. Yeah, just uh, charge me when it gets here, whatever. And Corey's in there listening to this conversation where Carrick? Eric is clearly ordering a, a paper. He's ordering the well, report. Well, and Corey picks up the magazine that's on the table that ha- is like advertising this report making agency or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Eric gets off the phone and he's like, you ordered a report and eric's like well yeah of course blah blah blah." and they talk for a minute and then Corey's like uh did we get any other phone calls and eric was like no oh wait yeah uh topanga called and she said it sounded really important she said she would be by the phone for half an hour and that was about an hour ago so i didn't take any notes and Corey gets very angry very angry uh, and Eric goes, yeah, you know what, Corey? Here's some advice. Life's tough. Get a helmet. And like bops him on the head. Yeah. Real funny, Eric. Yeah. He's such a douchey old brother. <laughs> um, but uh, Sean walks in then and, and the baton has been passed now to Sean. Uh, Eric walks away. Right. Um, and Sean's just like, what is his deal? But uh, Corey says, Sean, I got it all taken care of. I got my parents' reservation canceled at their fancy restaurant, so they're going to go out. They're going to go to the restaurant. It's going to take them at least an hour to get a new reservation, and then, by then, uh, your whole date's over or whatever. Right. So he thought that they would have to wait at that restaurant, which would take, like, an extra hour or whatever because it's a popular restaurant, and then they would have to eat for another hour and a half. So then that's, like, three hours that he's free and clear for his date on the couch. Yeah, and then Sean goes, Sean's reply to that is, oh, that's great, Corey. And Corey's like, why are you talking like that? I'm resting my lips. What Alden just said is, I'm resting my lips, Uh which is bizarre. He was resting his lips for the making out later. And when Corey doesn't understand him, he gets mad because he has to break his lips resting. I have to start all over again. Yeah, but... Next scene, I think it's just he's like making out with Veronica on the couch. Yeah, in the dark, just like making out. Yeah. Um, it's weird. But yeah, they're just like making out and making out and making out. And Amy and Alan walk into the house and Amy Obviously is just not late. Right. And Amy's just like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And she immediately goes to like walk out of the room. She says, pretend like I'm not here. And Sean is like, okay. And starts to go after Veronica again. And Veronica is like, Shay, what are you doing? And he's like, she's not here, remember? And Alan comes in. He's like, oh, but I am. And sits down next to Sean and like puts his arm around him. And he's like, so like, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, just kidding. And gets on like fly fishing. But they, they, uh, Corey asked him like, you guys are, back already that wasn't very long and alan says yeah we you know our reservation got lost or something so we went to this we found this really new nice new restaurant across the street and like it, they got us in and out super quick it was 90 minutes that's it mm-hmm. does that mean that sean and veronica had been making out for 90 minutes i think that's long enough i think i think he had his date it was fine making out for 90 minutes sometimes is not enough that's it's a good thing he rested his lips yeah. The problem is at 15, if you're making out for 90 minutes, 
more stuff is going to start happening. Like you can't stop yourself. Yeah. You can't just make out for 90 minutes. All of a sudden it's like, okay, what do She's I do? She's pregnant. <laughs> All right. That escalated quick. But I guess it does. <laughs> 90 minutes. I guess that's what happens. It's That's a long time. Their date's over. Like, it is a long time. It's over. So Amy and Alan go to make coffee in the kitchen and they're like, Okay. Oh, and Corey leaves because Corey had come down and was like, hey, guys, like, leave him alone. And then Corey leaves. So then they're alone again. And uh, they start to make out again. He's and like, where were we? And she was like, I know that I was right here. You and not, you're like, wow. Can you not word for word these children who are making out with each other? I can't handle it. It's too much. It is. It was a lot. It was a lot. And it's way more of a lot when a grown man is like being them. And it's just so much. <laughs> okay so they start making out again and immediately the the doorbell uh, rings and the door opens eric comes down opens the door it's mr feeney and miss uh, eric's like oh mr feeney now welcome to my date and he goes thank you mr hunter <laughs> <laughs> and um and eric sees what mr feeney has in his hand mr feeney accidentally got the report in the envelope, it was sent to Mr. Feeney's house on accident. The fake report. The fake report was sent to Mr. Feeney's house on accident, and he brought it over. And Eric thinks that he has found out, but it mm-hmm. turns out that because he had done like COD for the overnight shipping, Mr. Feeney had to pay like three fifty mm-hmm. to release this envelope and so eric's like oh 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 here's a fiver like he's yeah he's so relieved he gives him five bucks and he says keep the change mr feeney and mr feeney goes oh thanks early retirement (laughs) (laughs) and then so like eric's in the living room mr feeney's in the living room amy and alan come out and they're like oh george just in time for coffee he's like oh don't mind if i do and they're all standing behind the couch and Corey comes in and he's like guys Break it up. This is Veronica Watson for crying out loud. And they all lean down and just start staring at her. Yeah. But she does like this little like, eh, face. She's kind of wonderful. Veronica (laughs) Watson, I get the hype. She's very like laid back. She's just like, eh, okay. (laughs) You get the hype? How's that for uncomfortable? (laughs) (laughs) But I was uncomfortable. (laughs) All right. So uh, (laughs) we... Cut to the car. Alan's taking the kids home. Not the kids. The two of the kids. Sean and, and Veronica. Well, he's taking Veronica home. Oh, right. Because Sean's staying there. Yes. Wink. Sean's staying there. Wink. What a foreshadowing. Wink. And they're making out in the back. And Alan's Wink. trying to drive. Can you stop? I'm going to hit you with this notebook. <laughs> I was going. I was at the grocery store earlier. And I, I was walking up the aisle. And Please tell me you didn't wink at people. No, I didn't. But the there was like a, an older lady who like got her cart kind of uh, cockeyed and I couldn't like get through without going around the, the left. Mm-hmm. But there was also somebody coming up the aisle. So um, they slowed down. So I just kind of like quickly walked around the old lady. But the woman who had stopped to let me go through had a little girl in the front and it's one of those places where it had like a steering wheel on Uh the cart and this little like two-year-old girl at me looks at me slams her hand on the steering wheel and goes beep 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 (laughs) (laughs) and i laughed so hard it's a very good story was little girl's name veronica watson yeah okay good because i was trying to figure out how that relates 
related to when i went wink it made me think about that (laughs) i just thought it was a funny story it was very good so Um, anyway yes alan's dropping them off alan's dropping off veronica and keeping sean and they are again like eating each other alive in the back seat and alan's trying to drive and talk on an invisible phone and also swat (laughs) sean and veronica's legs he's like if you guys don't stop i'm gonna pull over i do it i swear oh my god i'm turning into my father yeah um which at that point, like they're not gonna have sex in the back seat while he's sitting there, so they Probably might as not. well. He might as well just let them make out. Like it's not hurting anything. I think he gives up at that point. He's yeah. just like, all right, well, whatever. Well, he's also at her house. <laughs> That's true. And they're still making out, and he's like, all right, bye, Veronica. And then they like kiss, and then she starts to move, and then they kiss again, and then she starts to move, and then they kiss again, and then she gets out, and then she kisses him again, and then finally she's like gone, gone, and. Alan's like, hey, Sean, are you forgetting something? And Sean goes to tip him. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and he's like, no, I mean, you're supposed to walk her to the door. Which is a good lesson. Like, But also, Sean is not wrong. Sean is also not wrong. But Alan is not wrong in right. that, like, I'm going to teach you how to have a relationship. Like, I don't want you to constantly make out with this girl, but be a gentleman. Walk, walk her to, to the her door. door. But then Sean says, hey. If I appreciate that that sentiment, but if I get out of this car, I ain't coming back. Which is true, and I'm glad he didn't walk her to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think we go to the room, right? Mm-hmm. And Sean's like pacing back and forth, and Corey's like, "You've got to calm down. Like, go take a shower." And he's like, "Eric took all the cold water." No, he so says, he- "I took all the cold water." Oh, I thought you said Eric Mm-mm. took all the cold he water. He said I already used up all the cold water. So he's have he's a little bothered. Yeah. And he's having a hard time. And yeah, thank God Amy and Alan came back when they did. Right? Um, and he can't like calm down, which is very concerning. He should never be alone with a girl ever. He's pacing like a stressy weirdo. Yeah, it's very weird. And he's like, I've gotta go. And he starts to go out the window like he normally would. And, and Corey's like, Oh, it's like you he's like, oh, I guess you wouldn't stay he's, after curfew or whatever. Well, and he's like, hey, I'd really appreciate it if one of the nights when you you stay here, you actually, oh, you know, stay here. So Sean goes to climb out the window and freaks out. And he's like, no, 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 Corey, your parents are down in the in the backyard making out. And Corey's like, hey, good for them. <laughs> And Sean goes, no, if they're back there, how am I going to sneak out? I can't get out. Like, he's freaking out. Yeah, it's, he needs, he needs to get on medication. Maybe, probably. And Corey goes, hey, Sean, if they're in the backyard making out, then no one's in the front, at the front door. So. And Sean's still not following. Yeah, he's like, okay, what does that have to do with me? They really should have done the dumbening to Sean because he wasn't very smart to begin with. Well, then, yeah, he wouldn't really be able to dumbing him. Dumbing him. I mean, it would make more sense for him to just be dumb all the time. But then Corey's like, yeah, that big slab of wood, the front door, you could just walk out it. And Sean's like, that's just crazy enough to work. Yep. And... Then we cut to Mr. Turner's apartment. They're standing outside the door. Veronica and Sean are standing outside the door to Mr. Turner's apartment. And they're like making out. And uh, he's like, welcome to my abode. And he goes and he unlocks the door and opens it. And ta-da. Mr. Turner is sitting on the couch with a Miss Tompkins lookalike 
making out. But it's not Miss Tompkins. It's not Miss Tompkins. Mr. Turner clearly has a type. It's blonde. Blonde with bangs and that Heather Locklear straight hair. What's really weird about you saying Heather Locklear straight hair is that she was known for not having straight hair. Who had straight hair then? Uh, Rachel Green. Who was that? Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Yeah, no, it reminded me of something on like Melrose Place. Tori Spelling. Maybe. Oh, yeah, she had bangs. Okay. And Jenny Garth had bangs. What? There's a bug that flew in front of my eye. Tanya just like went cross-eyed as she said that. And I thought that she was like having a flashback. You know, like in TV shows when a character will have a flashback and then you, like if you think about it, you're like, what were all the other characters doing while they were having that flashback? I just had that moment here. I thought Tanya was like transported back to the 50s where she was just like, hey, Jenny Garth, it's nice to meet you. Jenny Garth wasn't alive in the 50s. Whatever. Well, we are having a hard time staying on track tonight. We are. Um, but anyway, Mr. Turn is making out with... Um, this person. This person. And um, immediately Sean's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, in this trouble. Is, yeah, I'm in trouble. And Mr. Turner gets up and freaks out. And Jenny like, Garth the girls says, leave. Well, Jenny Garth says, I'll just take this girl home. Which I was <laughs> like, what is this? What happens when you let your kids leave your house? Is just like random blonde ladies just take your kids places? Like, this is why so many kids are going missing right now. Yes. Because of Jenny Garth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like I don't understand why kids are just like roaming the streets all the time. Well, and Sean does say, and I like this. Sean says, no, no, no. It's not what you think, Mr. Turner. Um, she, this. Um, you are her Veronica, favorite teacher. You're her favorite teacher. And she wanted to see where you lived. So, all right, we're done here. Next stop, Mr. Feeney's. <laughs> and uh, so Jenny Garth takes Veronica home. And Sean immediately is like, I'm like, it's not what it looks like, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, wait a minute. How's the wedding? Mm-hmm. And he's like, nice tux. Do they make that in a tux? <laughs> <laughs> because Mr. Turner's just wearing like an outfit. Right. And um, he says, weren't you supposed to be in Pittsburgh? The Big Apple, City of Angels. And that's when we learned that. He said he had a plane ticket to... They live in Philadelphia. Pittsburgh to Philadelphia is like a two-hour drive. He was wasting his money on a plane ticket? Would, would they do planes from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia? Probably. We could take a plane or... to Richmond, and that's an hour and a half, an hour and a half away. But We could? We could. Can you even imagine? The amount of time... I took a plane to um, New York City once. We from... both did. Oh, yeah. And I... it was like you went up in the air. You were in the air for like... Mm, I think it was 10 minutes before they're like, we're descending now. Well, and the entirety of the time from when we had to get to the airport, wait in line there, then wait for the plane, get on the plane, wait for the plane to take off, plane flies, lands immediately, and then you're stuck at the airport trying to get out. The amount of time it took, we looked at it at one point, it was like a six-hour ordeal. Mm -hmm, We could have driven. Yeah. It takes six hours to drive to New York City from here. Right. But... It would be even worse going to from Pittsburgh to um We're driving from here to Philadelphia in two weeks. 
Yeah. And we are further from Philadelphia than Pittsburgh is. Yeah. He really needed to work on his lie. He It was a terrible lie. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So they get in a fight. It's a bad fight. It's a really big fight. Mm-hmm. And He's, Sean runs away. Yeah. Mr. Turner says something like, yeah, well, this is my house. And Sean's like, you're right. It is your house. And then slams the door and runs out. They really do fight more like a dysfunctional couple than a, a like father-son type thing. Well, Mr. Turner doesn't know how to parent. That's true. Um, so then I think, do we see uh, Mr. Turner pulls up to the back of the Matthews house? <laughs> yeah. And Alden goes, I wonder how they decide which door to go in. Because he immediately goes like towards the back door. But sometimes he comes in the front door. Like, everybody... G- comes in either door just kind of at just random just like at our house yep our house is the same way didn't think about that it's exactly the same our front door sucks our side door is the good door and occasionally people go to one or the other yeah like they never know really what door they just pick a door mm-hmm. and it's fine but it was just funny that almost like i wonder what made him pick that door and it was like why are you questioning that he had to pick that door so he could talk to mr feeney on the way to it right because mr feeney comes out because Mr. Turner's motorcycle is so loud, which um, Mr. Turner has not paid us a visit this time. He hasn't. I'm very sad. Maybe we've been bad. Maybe he's in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Maybe. He finally went to that wedding. Yeah, we're going to hear a plane land outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mr. Phoenix comes out in a bathrobe and he's like, uh, Mr. Turner, is that your motorcycle that I just heard? And... Uh, Mr. Turner's like, oh, well, you know, Sean and I got like in a fight or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney's like, I always worried that um, this new relationship of yours was going to ruin somebody's life or, or ruin, ruin somebody's, somebody's social, social life, life or something like that. And Mr. Turner's like, um, it, everything's fine. Like, my social life is fine. And Mr. Feeney's like, I'm talking about mine. And then you hear this woman being like, George, where do you keep the where towels? Where do you keep the towels? Wowzers. Like, what? Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Feeney was... Oh, and um, Mr. Feeney's like, don't forget about Monday. And Mr. Turner's like, oh, uh-huh. The dentist, huh? And he goes, what? She is my dentist. <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Feeney's just going crazy. Mr. Turner's going crazy. Uh, Sean and, and Veronica are going crazy. And then... Uh, Alan Ms. comes out uh-huh. and he's like, uh, hey, Jonathan, this isn't a good time. And so bye. So bye. And Mr. Turner's just like, I'm, I'm looking for Sean. And he was like, oh, hold on. He's like, Corey or Sean, come down. Jonathan's here. Mr. Turner's they here. They walk inside. And Corey comes running down the stairs, stops on the landing. He's like, for once, I do not know where Sean is. And I don't have to lie about it because I seriously don't know where he is. And this feels great. Bye, guys. And like runs back and up the stairs. And then he goes, wait, 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 wait. Weren't you supposed to be in Pittsburgh? Oh, that's right. So then he walks back upstairs. And and Amy. <laughs> she calls down. She's like, Alan. The bathtub is full and the champagne is cold. And she has like a sultry voice. And then she's comes down the stairs and she's in like a really pretty like red nightgown and she's like and the champagne is cold and (gasps) Jonathan's here and she like covers herself up and she's just like nice to see you and he's like "Uh, nice to see you and he's like turned around his eyes are closed she looks gorgeous 
Everybody in this episode. Don't say it. Aubrey's listening. Is so. Um, hot and bothered. Hot and bothered. Just what what time of year is this supposed to be? I told you already. Mercury's in retrograde. Weird things happen. Everybody's going nuts. It's true. Except for except Corey. Except for Corey. Whose girlfriend isn't in this episode yeah. at all. Yeah, and he's talking about how they just have many great nights sitting on the couch watching movies. Yep. Sounds like a great relationship. It does. Um, speaking of, as soon as this podcast is over, we're going to sit down and watch the Steven Universe movie again. Because we got it on DVD today. Uh-huh. <laughs> we haven't watched it enough times. If you guys get tired of just hearing the name Steven Universe, I'm very sorry, but I'm not really that sorry because it's wonderful and maybe you should jump on that train. Come on, ride it. Um, no, so don't. It's a song. Come on, ride the train. Come ride it. So anyway, Amy's like, I'll be upstairs and goes upstairs. And Alan's just like, all right, John, let's talk. Like, wait a second. Alden did point out, like, we did a lot of talking during these episodes, which was really weird because normally we both try to stay quiet and we could not while we were watching this. Like, it was really weird how much we talked. And one of the things that Alden pointed out was... Amy and Alan's kids are up and running around, and she's yeah. running around in lingerie. Yeah, she's and like, in lingerie and covers herself when she sees that Mr. Turner is there, but Corey was just right there, too. Yeah. Cover it up, I Amy. Mean, I guess there's some parents that don't really care. That's We do true. know parents that don't care at all. There's some parents that are very, like, skimpy around their kids. I don't... I don't... I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I guess it's just... It wasn't like her being free. It was her being sexual, where she's like, I'm ready for you, Alan. And then she's, Corey's just running around the house. Yeah. Yeah. You know who isn't running around the house? Who? Morgan. Who's Morgan? Oh, good question. I don't, who are you talking about? They used to have a Morgan. I don't, like a dog? No. Okay. They used to have a younger child. Uh huh. Who did? Amy and Alan. They, Corey's the young child. No, he's the middle child. Remember middle paws? No, I don't. What we, do you mean? We talked about how he has the, he has middle paws because I, he's the middle child. I don't remember this at all. There's I've... Eric, who's now dumb. Uh-huh. And then there's Corey, who's the middle child. And I then just... there's Morgan, who's the funny kid. Mm, Cor- uh, Corey's always been the youngest. Remember, and... help. Eric... My parents are shooting the neighbor. No, that seems very weird. No, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I've, something's been erased from my memory. What about A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Oh, no, I don't. That's a, that's the alphabet. Mm-hmm. That was the alphabet. What about um, who ate the candy clown? Roger Rabbit. What about um, who had tea parties with Corey? I don't. Corey, I guess, just had him. I remember him having a tea party by himself. He just sat there, and then there was like a floating teacup next to him, but there was nobody holding it. I feel like maybe I can see ghosts. I have the sixth sense. You have a sixth sense. It's sick, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, there was no Morgan. But um, (laughs) what were we talking about? Oh. Uh, Alan's like, let's talk, Jonathan. And he opens the fridge and gets them drinks while Amy's upstairs, like, ready to go. Well, really, Mr. Turner, 
read the room. Mr. Yeah, Turner just not. like is just like, thanks, Amy. Alan, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I lied to Sean. I can't believe I lied to Sean. He didn't say that he lied to Sean. He said, I told a little white lie. That yeah. was not. A little white lie. I know little white lies because I differentiate them I because I used to try to justify like telling my mom some things that were not quite true but were almost true and those are white lies. Like omitting information within a story is a white lie. Like what he did was blatantly tell an awful lie. I mean, it was a, like it wasn't like awful like mean, but it was awful. It was like, a navy blue lie. It was lie. a terrible lie. It was a he did a bad lie. Like yes. he didn't do a good job at the lie. It was a big. I'm big flying to lie. Pittsburgh. Wait a second. <laughs> the chicken Kiev. It's like if if somebody we knew was like, oh no, I can't, I won't be here this weekend. I've got to fly to DC. Yeah. <laughs> My plane ticket, the chicken. Like, what do you expect me to do right now? Just tell me you don't want to be with me. Gosh. Uh, so anyway, they sit there and they talk and uh, they, uh, Alan, you know, does a good job. They kind of, of course he does have a quick talk about how like, man, like you're a parent. Welcome to the club. Parents mess up. Right. And, and Alan says like, you made a mistake, but you didn't like break him in half like Mm -hmm. he's still in one piece like he you're still basically taking care of him you just made a mistake it's not that big of a deal welcome to the club i've been a member since 1978 and he tells a story about losing eric at an amusement park when he's like six it was the colossus uh they found eric riding the colossus over and over and over for six hours so he's been writing the, the, and he talks about how it's got the big loop and just go loop and loop and he over. He would have fallen out of that at four years old. And over. Eric would have been dead. And over. And it's called the Colossus, which makes it sound very big. Yeah. Um, it's a big ride that goes upside down. A four-year-old would fall out of that. Yeah. And he wouldn't be allowed on it. And If he snuck. Oh, if he snuck. If he snuck, he would have died. Maybe. But they found Eric going over and over and over again on the loop. And uh, as they're talking about this, um, uh, Eric walks in. And he's reading his report that he bought. Yeah. And he's just like, the uh, Manhattan Project was all about New Mexico. They couldn't call it the New Mexico Project? Oh, I could be a scientist. And Mr. Churn's like, around and around and around, huh? Um, because he's dumb. Um, Alan does say like, you're going to make mistakes. Like that's a thing that happens. It's how you deal with it. That matters. Like what the outcome of it is, is dependent on your reaction to you making a mistake. And that's incredibly important. Mm -hmm. I think no matter whether it's work or parenting or anything like that, like when I make a mistake, it's the end of the world. Like at work, if I make a mistake, like I hate myself so much and that can only make things worse. But if you start to logically think it through, you can make the outcome better than you expect it to be. So what Alan said was very smart and very good. Yeah. He never went upstairs to Amy though. She's probably watching TV and done she's watching liz mcguire she's like i'm done with this put on her sweatpants and her t-shirt she's out <laughs> so now we go to mr turner's apartment um uh, mr turner walks back to the apartment or goes back to the apartment it's and walks dark in. in there it's dark sean's sitting on the couch and mr turner's like what do you do you why are you how are you, why are you back here and sean says i had nowhere to go i went out and i 
couldn't find anywhere to go, and I came back. And Mr. Turner was like, I was looking for you, um, which Sean seemed surprised by that someone was out looking for him. And, and so they start to have a talk. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And Sean says, I just, I can't believe you, like, why would you lie to me like that? And Mr. Turner goes, look, I'm new to this. I'm making this up as I go. I'm trying to figure this all out. Um, and I'm not going to be perfect. Um, and and it's, I didn't know what to do to get some privacy. And he says, but you're not, you're not an angel in this either. Like you lied to me too. You 15 year old boy or 15 year olds shouldn't be going to empty apartments to hang out. Thank you, Mr. Turner, because at this point, I'm thinking that all of these adults are perfectly fine with these like makeout sessions in the dark all the time. Like this is just what they're okay with. Oh, thank God for Mr. Turner clearing that up for me. Yes. Um, But, you know, Sean, who has Sean has dealt with a lot of rejection and a lot of neglect. And so his response is probably the most natural response of. So what are you going to do now? You want me to leave? Like and Mr. Turner says the most poignant thing in the show up until this point. Mm -hmm. Season three, episode two. We've had so many great episodes. But the thing Mr. Turner says here, he says to Sean, Look, we're going to make mistakes. It doesn't mean every time we get mad at each other, one of us has to leave. And that's just like, that's all Sean knows. Right. He thinks like he's he's always seen with his parents, with his dad, with his friends. Except for Corey. Yeah, for the most part. But he thinks that anytime you get into a big argument like that, mm -hmm. that's it. One of you are gone. Mm -hmm. And it was such a good thing to say there. Yeah. Mr. Turner solidified the fact that, like, Sean was basically his and that they belonged to each other and that he was willing to do what it took to take care of him. And it was really, really important. And I think that he probably changed the trajectory of Sean's life at that point. Yeah, for sure. Which is crazy. It's one phrase. And it really, really makes you realize how much what you say to your children or what you say to the children around you, even like mm -hmm. the children that come in contact you could potentially change the trajectory of their lives. Yeah. No matter how small it is. So be careful. Be careful and just try to find that one thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, to change it for the better. Yeah. But um, shoot, I was going to say something. Um, oh yeah. So that's, so Sean says, you know, I really appreciate that. Like Sean calms down like completely yeah. from that point. He's just so calm and collected. And he says, um, you know, if, if you want a night alone, like you can just tell me you can want to have a date. That's fine. I will go out. I will find something to do. And Mr. Turner says legal things. And Sean says legal in some States. Which is fine. <laughs> I like I understand that that's part of Sean's persona, but those jokes just fall really bleh on me and I don't like them. But I'm sure we thought they were funny when we were kids. Yeah. Um. So they're sitting there and they're having this moment and they and Mr. Turner's like, all right, it's your move. And Sean's like, what because well, he's holding what do you his mean? hand and he won't let go. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like. Veronica's behind the couch, isn't she? And Sean was like, I was trying to tell you. I was going to tell you. And she like pops up and she's like adorable. And she like <laughs> props like herself on the back of the couch. She's like, hey, Mr. Turner, nice place. 
And we're just like, oh, Veronica's so adorable. What a what a sweet kid. And that's kind of the end of the episode. It's the end for me. Yeah, there's another a- real quick moment. Mr. Feeney calling out Eric. Your turn paper was fake. Corey er- switched. Eric is like, Mr. Feeney, I bought that paper. Whoops, I wrote that paper. And you could have gotten away with just giving him the real paper. Yeah. Because what happened was Corey took one of Sean's papers from the year before about Abraham Lincoln. And his dope beard. And switched it with the one that Eric bought. But Eric incriminated himself. He so did. what happened was is he could have been like, I don't know why my brother did this. Yeah. Let me go get the real paper. And then got the real paper and given it to Mr. Feeney. So that he wouldn't have an incomplete from the year before, which is just batshit crazy. Yeah, but then Corey leans in because Sean's like, Eric is like, how could this have happened? And Corey leans in and he's like, hey, life's tough. Get a helmet. And bops him on the head. And then Eric chases after him. But this whole thing like kind of highlights the fact that he just admitted to buying a term paper. And Mr. Phoenix just like, ha, 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 no yeah, way, Eric. But that was that was a common thing. Like cheating and buying term papers and stuff was done for comedic purposes in these sitcoms all the time yeah i thought it was like a normal thing it's not no uh-uh. but uh that is officially the end of that that's the end of the episode how did you feel about the episode Ooh, you asked me this time i'm on the ball today you are on the ball um i thought it was a very good episode i um uh, despite the randiness of the episode, <laughs> the randiness. Um, it was it was a really good episode with a good message. Um, there was a lot of weird making out, which probably wouldn't have been weird to me when I watched the the show at first, you know. But watching it as an adult, it's kind of like, all right, calm down. Well, I think as an adult, it hits us that every single person in this episode is like having this happen on the same night, which. Like, is it Valentine's Day? Like, what is it about this day that everyone's just like, well, got to hit the sack. Yeah, but also as an adult, like, you know that 15-year-olds are making out. You don't want to watch it for 18 minutes. I don't want to watch it at all. Yeah. Ever. I don't even want to watch adults making out. That's true. Um... So that was, but it was such a good episode. Um, it was. It was a lot happening. I liked Veronica a lot. Um, we looked to see if she had done anything else. She never really did much else. Um, she, I thought she was Larissa Olnick at first. Which is bonkers because <laughs> she looks nothing like her. I was very excited. Like, I jumped up like, ooh, and Tanya was like, who is it? And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a really weird moment because she looks nothing like her. She, We knew a girl in school who looked maybe a little bit similar to her, but... That's like a deep cut. I mean... I was just trying to think of like why you could feel like she seemed familiar, and that was the only thing I could think of. But uh, it she was good. Uh, Sean was very good in this episode. Uh, Eric was not there. Um, Corey was barely there. Corey was barely there, but when he was there, he was good. Mm-hmm. Topanga wasn't there at all. We talked about Amy her. Amy was beautiful. Yes, Alan was a great Alan dad. Alan was insightful. So. It was kind of like Feeney was getting laid. Wow! By a dentist. Wow. Uh, so 
And he told me not to say the thing I wanted to say. So it was kind of like everybody from season one kind of had like their quick like boom, 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 boom. Like <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Never mind. Everyone had like For a, real. <laughs> everyone had a, like a small part in the episode. Except Topanga. She was mentioned. True. She wasn't in a lot of season one episodes either. But um, everyone had just a few minutes there, and it was all kind of interwoven very well. Um, but Sean was the heart of the story. Right. And Mr. Turner. Right. True. And, and that was such a good message because um, you have to remember that Mr. Turner's doing this out of the goodness of his heart, taking care of Sean until his dad gets back. And he genuinely loves him. Right. And he wants to do what's best for him, but he also is a single guy trying to live his life as he would mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to manage the two and thinks that just telling Sean to go away is going to save his save his evening. Right. Or his weekend, I guess. His weekend in Pittsburgh. Right. Why didn't he just get a hotel in Pittsburgh? It was... All right. It was an hour because away. Because if you take... If you take a woman to a hotel for a date. Yeah, you're right. Like, that was a very poor question. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You don't think it'd be a good, like, icebreaker if he was like, hey, let's get a hotel two hours away because some kid might walk into my apartment. I've got got tickets for an airplane. There's a 15-year-old that might walk into my apartment if we don't do this. Um, But... The, the the lesson learned there was very good. And like I said, that Mr. Turner saying that just because we got into a fight doesn't mean one of us has to run away was so good. It's And it's good for that situation. Like, it's amazing for that situation. But I think it's also very important for everybody to hear. Because yeah. I think especially now, like, and I guess then too, but I think as years have progressed, it's gotten worse and worse and worse where people are just like, I don't want to deal with conflict. You've got to go. Like, get out of my house. Get out of my apartment. Like, we aren't dating anymore. We aren't married anymore. We aren't whatever. I'm not dealing with it. I know people who kicked their kids out. Like, my mom kicked me out. Like, they're, like, because she didn't want to deal with it. And I think things would have been very different for many, many people that I know, including myself, if someone had looked at me and said, just because we're fighting doesn't mean one of us has to leave. Like, we can work through this. I'm willing to work through this because I love you. Tanya. Yes. Just because we're fighting doesn't mean one of us has to leave. Are we fighting? Both right of us have to leave. <laughs> and go somewhere together? <laughs> no. Oh. You go to Pittsburgh. I'm going to Philly. <laughs> And uh, then you'll romantically take a plane to meet me in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and by the time I get there, you'll be gone. Because <laughs> I'll you're be like, in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. I will have driven there. Yeah. So you could probably, if I'm <laughs> taking a plane from Philadelphia. I would, to, I would get to Philadelphia before you would get to Yeah, Pittsburgh. you could do the like running in the airport thing that they do like in Friends. Like you could run up to <laughs> That's me what like, I was thinking hey. Of. Yep. Stop that plane. I'm like, I'm still in baggage, baggage check. Like, I haven't even gotten past security. TSA is crazy. So there is that. Flights now take way longer mm-hmm. than flights did in 1995. Mm-hmm. You could just walk up to the plane pretty much 10 minutes before it needed to take off. Yeah. And get on your flight. 
Now you have to be there at least an hour and a half early, probably yeah. way earlier than that. If I, I've never been on a flight where I wasn't two and a half hours early. Yeah. To, and I would sit like, I would just go to Colorado. And so I would sit in this, in the terminal, like by myself for two and a half hours. Yeah. And I would feel so much relief the moment I was at my gate. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> Flights are so weird, huh? We cannot. <laughs> Airplanes. We we are so not <laughs> focused tonight. Uh, anyway, uh, how did you feel about the episode? I liked it a lot. I definitely, I love Mr. Turner and I love how he treats Sean. And Sean is one of those people that as an adult now watching him, I wouldn't not love him but he is one of those kids that would be difficult for me to come to terms with. Like, Yeah, if if one of our kids were bringing home a Sean all the time, we for sure would have had conversations like, are we seriously just going to let this kid I keep mean, coming over? There are kids where we're like, should, like, can we tell him he can't, like, what do we tell him because we don't want him to come over? And like, right. there are kids that are harder to deal with when you're stressed out and you're exhausted and life is tough and teachers don't work eight hours a day. Teachers work like 12 hours a day and then they have to go back and do special events constantly at school. And they have to go home and grade papers and like, it's like just they're nonstop. always working all the time. And he has this teenager after being a bachelor, never having kids. He now has a kid that in some circumstances would be considered difficult to put up with. Yeah. And he adores him and he's willing to go the extra mile for him. And I just, I can't believe I didn't quite understand that as a kid. Like for some reason, my head didn't wrap around how giving he was. And I'm really glad that I get to experience it like almost fresh as an adult. Yeah, no, it's good to watch this as an adult and kind of see how well they also wrote the adult characters. Mm -hmm. Oh, the adults are written so well. Yeah, as a kid, you just saw all of these kid characters Mm -hmm. who you could relate to. And now as an adult, it's nuts how well some of these adults are written. Yeah. Um, And I, I do think, like, as an adult, I can watch this and learn something from how the adults are written. Yeah. Um, And kids can learn how to react to adults stuff like i just think all in all it's a true lesson in communication and coexisting with people yeah so i thought the episode was great it was very hard to take notes there was so much going on and i was so behind like the whole time yeah it was just like jump 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 mm-hmm. and there aren't we there are no commercials on disney plus which I guess is a thing we're saying good about Disney Plus again. Mm-hmm. And we don't get any money from Disney Plus. We've got to figure out a way to get a bite of that mouse. I don't um, want to eat mice. Dollar mouse. The Do- mouse is dollar. Dollar mouse? The mouse is dollar. But uh, it actually was a problem. It was a detriment for us in this episode. Because normally mm-hmm. we get to the commercial break on Hulu. And we boo, can catch Hulu. up. And don't boo Hulu. <laughs> we got a package. It was Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus. Don't boo Hulu. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you're chanting. Um, but that gave us a chance to catch up where you could be like, okay, scribble, 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 scribble. Dumb nationwide commercial. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Right. And we didn't have that. I think going forward, we're going to have to pause the episode while mm-hmm. we write stuff down. Yes. Kind of a boring way to watch a TV show, but. 
This is our life now. I mean, we've chosen. This is what we've chosen. This isn't the life I chose. This is the life that chose me, Jay-Z. That's right. That's what Jay-Z says in a song. But he's not talking about Boy Meets World in a podcast. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah, mm, I think. That'd be crazy if Jay-Z started a Boy Meets World podcast. What if he's had one this whole time and we just never knew? Man, so, no, I'm not talking about that right now. There's, a, there's another podcast where somebody from the show does a podcast about their show. Not Boy Meets World. It's The Office. But I wish I had that kind of insight on Boy Meets World because that, that would make our podcast so good. If I was like, hey, you know, let, let, let me tell you a thing that happened on set that day. I mean, you could still do it. It would just be fake. Oh, my God. Next episode, I'm doing it. <laughs> Next episode. Can you cut all this out so that you can just do it? No, I want people to know it's coming. Okay. Because it's going to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the only way it's going to be funny is if you know it's coming. Anything else you want to add? No. Uh, can you please review our show? Go like. Sure, I'll do it. Please do. You haven't. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I don't. So I don't have an iTunes account. Make an iTunes account, Tanya, and everyone who's listening who doesn't have an iTunes account. Make an iTunes account, go to iTunes, and uh, review our show. Please. Please. Like, you don't have to write words if you don't want to. You can just hit stars. Yes. It would be pretty cool, though, if you wrote words, too. Yeah, I really, really like feedback because I don't know what we're doing. We're just flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. You can tweet at us. Where? At BMG and BMW. You can email us. At BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can Facebook us. Just search BMG and BMW. There's no more of those, I don't think. Not yet. What do you mean? You're not going to run across another BMG and BMW on Facebook. Oh, you haven't heard about our fan page with all of our fans on it? Well, plus there's that podcast, but meat oh meat is already the word i was trying to think of a different word it's m-e-a-t butt meat butt meat <laughs> wash but butt meat wine butt meat wine <laughs> butt meat wine this is bad never butt mind meat wine mellow thank you for joining us <laughs> This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, But Meet Wine, <laughs> Season 3, Episode 2. Class dismissed.